story of the life of Jesus Christ according to the Gospel of Luke. Luke chapter 23. The whole crowd arose and took Jesus to Pilate and there accused him, saying, This fellow perverts the whole nation. He forbids him paying taxes to the Emperor Caesar, and he calls himself Messiah, Christ the King. Then Pilate asked him, Are you king of the Jew? Then Jesus answered, Thou seest. Then Pilate said to the chief priest, ruler of the law, and to the people, that I find no fault in him. But they were more fierce in accusing him, saying, He stirs up the people, and his teaching, and is misleading the people right from Galilee, then Judea, and now here. Then Pilate asked if he is from Galilee. And when he found that Jesus was from there, he sent him to Herod, because it was of his jurisdiction. And Herod was in Jerusalem for a few days. And Jesus got to Herod. Herod was so glad when he saw him, because he has heard a lot about him, and he was hoping that Jesus would perform some miracle. Then Herod asked him a lot of questions, but Jesus did not answer him. Then Herod and his soldiers treated Jesus with contempt, mocking him, and he put a purple robe around him, mocked him, making jest of him, and he sent him back to Pilate. And when he got there, Pilate called the elders and all the people and said, See, I have not found this man guilty of anything that is deserving of death. And even Herod has sent him back to us. So I will have him whipped and sent away. But the people were vehement in the accusation towards him and said, Kill him and release Barabbas to us. For Barabbas had been involved in riots at the city and also in murder. But Pilate said, What has he done? I will have him whipped and sent back. But the people shouted the more, Kill him! And the voice of the people prevailed, and Pilate passed the sentence on Jesus. And Jesus was led away to be crucified. And there was a man who was called Simeon. He was from the countryside. When the soldiers saw him, they said to him, carry Jesus' cross for him and he carries the cross behind Jesus and Jesus saw some women weeping and he said unto them do not weep for me O women of Jerusalem but weep for yourself for the time is coming when they shall say blessed are the barren and the womb that never bear and the paps that never suck then they shall begin to say to the mountain fall on us and to the hills cover us for if they do these things in the green tree, what shall be done in the dry? And there were also other two male factors led to be crucified with him. And when they got to the place which is called Calvary, there they crucified him and the other male factors, one on the right hand and the other on the left side. And she said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they parted his raiment, casting a lot, and the people stood and beholding him. And the rulers also derided him and saying, Others is saved, he himself he cannot. For if he is really the Christ, the chosen one of God, and the soldiers also mocked him and gave him cheap wine of vinegar, and said, If thou be the king of the Jews, save yourself. And his superstition was written also over his head, saying, 
This is the king of the Jew. It was written in Latin, Greek, and Hebrew. Then one of the thieves who was hanged on the cross with him railed an insult on him, saying, If thou have the king of the Jews, save yourself and us. And the other thief said to him, Don't you fear God? This man has done nothing wrong to deserve the same punishment we both serve, for we deserve this punishment. But of what wrong did he do? And he said, Lord, remember me when thou comest into your kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto you, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. And it was about the sixth hour, twelve noon, to the ninth hour, that's three o'clock in the afternoon. The sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was torn in two, and Jesus cried out, Father, Unto you I commit my spirit, and he gave up the ghost. Now when the soldiers that were standing there saw what had happened, he praised God and said, Indeed, this man was a good man. And all the people that came on there, beholding the sight, smote their breasts and returned. And all Jesus' acquaintances and the women that followed him right from Galilee stood afar off watching what was happening and there was a man named Joseph a counselor among the rulers who was a good and righteous man and he had not consented to the deeds of the other rulers and he was he went boldly to Pilate to ask for Jesus's body so that he, he could bury him and Pilate released Jesus's body to him and he took Jesus' body and wrapped it in a white linen and laid it in the tomb which no one had laid inside. The women who followed Jesus, one of them named the women who followed Jesus followed the man who was from Arimathea, a city of the Jew, for he himself waited for the kingdom of God. The women saw how he laid Jesus' body in the tomb and they went back for it was almost the Sabbath and they went to prepare spice and ointment for Jesus' body and then rested on the Sabbath according to the law. Mixed feelings, I know. Okay, lessons I've learned from the above scriptures. The first lesson is Jesus chose his words wisely while speaking to his accusers or his adversaries. This is very profound because even the scriptures say that when they bring you before the council, don't think about what you will say, for God will put the right word in their mouth, in our mouth. Jesus was an epitome of wisdom. I love the way he didn't even respond to error at all. I mean, there are some people you don't just, just be silent because no matter what you say, they'll use it against you. So somehow, I pray that God will give us that discerning spirit and that wisdom to, to be able to discern what to say, who to say it to, when to say it, and how to say it. It's very important. I mean, this will save us a lot of stress and trouble, really. Um, the second lesson is, Jesus did not respond to Herod when he was asking him questions. And when he wanted him to perform some miracles, Jesus didn't respond. Jesus didn't do anything. 
because he knew that Herod wasn't listening. Yes, you know, I don't know if any of you have experienced going out to preach or to speak to someone. You just know that this person isn't listening. What the person wants to do is reading his mind. So no matter what you say, they just allow you to talk, 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 talk. And at the end of the day, they just push it aside. No, you don't waste your time with such people. So Jesus didn't bother responding to his questions or asking him to perform miracles. I mean, why do you want me to perform miracles? Because you want to just excite yourself? or No, no, that's not the reason for the miracles. So there's no need for all that stress. And besides, there was no point casting one pair before the swine. Yeah, this we should be very careful of in our relationship, in our work with, with people, with everything we do. I pray God will lead us and give us the wisdom we need so that we don't cast our pair. We don't know the, the gospel we have is a pair. It's, it's, it's very precious. We don't just tell it to anyone who will appreciate it or who wants for instance, when you go out to evangelize and you give out the trap, I know we always like to give it to everyone, but it's, I think it's pertinent for us to give it to those who will really value it, those who you know will read it, go through it. And we, you know, there are people that this strat has actually blessed their lives and transformed their life. Yeah, we know that the word of God and the trap has transformed their lives. Yeah, we know that, but. And we also know that there are people that immediately when he gives to them, they just throw it into the bin. Yeah, that's like casting your pair among the swine. So let's be careful. Let's be careful so that we don't we don't um, do things of value or we don't give things of value to to pigs, so to say, in quotes. When I mean pigs, I don't mean calling people pigs, but uh, yeah, like the scripture says, don't cast your pair before the swine. They won't appreciate it, so don't don't do it. Only to those who appreciate it. So, yeah, because they won't don't cast your care your pair, sorry, before the swine, because they won't know the value. I will trample on it and turn back to attack you. Yeah, and that was just what happened when Herod and his soldiers started mocking and beating Jesus. We should therefore be careful where we invest the kingdom's value. For instance, when we go on evangelism, let's pray that the Lord should open the hearts of the people to receive and also we should pray that the Lord should open our own eyes to know what the people really want to hear or to open our eyes to know those who really want to hear the gospel. No, sorry about that. It's We pray that the Lord should open our eyes to know or to see those who really want to hear the gospel because not everybody wants to hear it and it's not you don't force it really we are not forcing it on everyone those who really want to hear it those are those that will value it their heart is ready to receive here yeah. so the third lesson is let us also pray that the lord should help us especially in our area of weaknesses so that the enemy will not use it as an occasion against us for instance, he sifted Peter. So let's be careful and let's pray that the Lord will help us in our times of weaknesses. He said that in our weaknesses, strength is made perfect. So let's lean on God always. Our hope is the hope that never wavers. Let's put our trust in Him and always pray so that in our times of weakness, our faith will not fail.
so the fourth lesson I've learned is the story of the man who buried Jesus Joseph the Arimathea a city in Galilee sorry a city in Judea actually stood out for me because he was one of the elders but he did not agree to what the others were doing he chose to stand out he was different and he was also a disciple of Jesus as recorded from the book of Matthew he was bold enough to go and meet Pilate to give him Jesus's body in other words to do the needful God wants us to do what is right and to always do what is right to stand out and to be bold in the face of injustice let's be bold quietness is not humility when you need to speak you need to speak because we've, we we know the truth so we that we know the truth that we have what it takes by the help of the Holy Spirit to make changes to make the right changes we let's don't be timid let's be bold now i i really love this man in, from judea joseph jeremiah he was one of the elders the pharisee he was one of them one of the elders he was wealthy but at the same time he, he, he stood out so we don't need to belong we don't need to feel among but let's try to stand out let's be different so I pray the Lord will help us in the face of temptation. Lord, help us to stand out and to be different. Thank you for listening.